refresh from what I'm calling rehearsal last <laughs> week because I forgot to press record. It's a brave new world. I'm talking to the absolutely marvellous comedian and I'm going to say pop culture savant, Rose Callahan. Hello. 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 Yes, I am a pop culture savant. That's what I like to – I feel like I just have too much space in my brain taken up by – stupid facts about celebrities and pop culture. I'd say it's just enough. Yeah. Just enough. And speaking of pop culture, I've had loads and loads of people sending me an article about the subject today claiming that he is now a cult leader. Who are we talking about? Tell me your stupid name. Tell me your stupid name. We are talking about Jared Leto, actor, musician, supposedly, um, model, I don't know, guy about town and, um, (laughs) yeah, his supposed cult. Jared Leto, the guy who looks like someone's bad drawing of Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, basically. Never been a fan. Personally, I know a lot of people, especially, you know, when I was younger, I was like, oh, my God, Jared Leto, but he's never really done it for me. No, he's got the creepies. And also I don't think he's yeah. got a sense of humour. He takes himself so seriously yeah, that I it's like really that at all. No. So I had to go back and just familiarise myself with what he's done. And I will say this, there's two good things about him. One, he's a very good actor. I'm going to give yeah. him that. Uh, as as a songwriter, he's a fantastic actor. <laughs> and And he gives a lot to charity. Because okay. he's su- super, super rich. but Yeah, because he's really rich. I mean, it's like if I gave $5 to a charity right now, it would probably because of how much, how little money I have, it would probably be percentage-wise more than he has given. Because mm. I'm, I'm not sure that Jared Leto has started a cult, but we'll investigate that. I've got a yeah. yes pile and a no pile. But I think... He's on the tipping point and it would just take something like a little bit of charity fraud to push him over. So let's keep our eye on Jared. But I feel like he was just a typical like handsome actor guy for a while, Um, bit of a hoe, like dated everybody, I think. I didn't realise he was engaged to Cameron Diaz. Yeah, I wait, so who did she – dated Justin Timberlake um and is it she's still with one of the Maddens and yeah I I don't remember that either Maddens are like Baldwins I don't know where the edges are I don't know how many there are and who's going out with them it's like 50 (laughs) all right let's slam through yeah your your basic Jared and then we'll get on to the cult stuff I like that he was born in Bossier City in Louisiana because where he's from I feel like I could have been born in Bossier or Bossiest. I watched an interview with him. Sorry to cut you off, but this is important. No. Um, <laughs> it was like an interview with him before he was famous that it was in some like e-entertainment or whatever. They're like an interview from the archives with Jared Leto and he was getting interviewed outside like a nightclub and they were asking him about like the popular dancers of the time and he has like, <laughs> a really strong accent. He's like, oh, yeah, you know – Oh, like the kind of dancing that they do. I didn't realize that was a Louisiana accent, but he's definitely 
changed his accent on purpose over time. And didn't you nearly interview him? Yes, that is correct. Um, it was uh, probably <laughs> one of my biggest of many uh, professional <laughs> fuck-ups that I've done. Um, Did you I'll, press record? Well, I didn't even get to that point, but um, <laughs> the, the pr- not pressing record thing, I can um, say that I did to Ruby Rose and Grant Smiley. Um, you didn't know who Grant <laughs> Smiley is. He's a prominent Australian DJ and I did an interview with them and then I was like, oh, my God, and Ruby Rose was like, you didn't press record, did you? I was like, no, Ruby Rose, I didn't. Okay, but anyway, so because I used to work in commercial radio, so I used to like uh, interview lots of like bands and pop stars and stuff. It was pretty cool and I wrote scripts for like a radio show. Um, But, yeah, I was supposed to interview Jared Leto because 30 Seconds to Mars, his band were touring and then um, I just like, I was in my early 20s and then I just like posted on Facebook about it because like back then we just thought that like our personal Facebook was our personal Facebook and we could just say <laughs> yeah. whatever we wanted on there and just be like really super unprofessional. You know that basic era of Facebook where you're just like, I'm hungry and then you post that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing funny about it, just like just complaining. Yeah, and I was so like, the bitch. Yeah, or like or the ones that are like, I just can't deal with some people right now. I don't want to talk about it. And then everyone comments like, who, are you okay, babe? That kind hey, of shit. Hey, babe, you're all right. You're all right. I don't like, want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Just want to post about it and get some attention. Get attention. So yeah. I posted on, um, like it was a cool job that I had. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm supposed to be interviewing like Jared Leto tomorrow. But mm-hmm. like I don't even care. Like I was never into him. Like I – I don't even like Jared Leto and (laughs) just posted that, fired off that. And then, um, I don't know, not long after my boss comes up and is like, you're not interviewing Jared Leto tomorrow anymore. And I was like, (laughs) what? And well, because I forgot that the publicist that worked for the record label that was looking after Jared Leto used to work at our company and was my (laughs) Facebook friend. So (laughs) she appreciate that. And, me in and then I I got banned from doing interviews so and so you went straight back to your Facebook and just went oh my god I hate him even more I cannot believe how much of an asshole my boss is which is annoying because then I could have had like some probably exciting anecdote like probably not but usually more exciting yeah you well more exciting than I was going to interview him and and I didn't. I think I learned a lesson from that. But I'd like to still blame Jared Leto somehow. I I never stopped. Right. So born in Bossier in Louisiana, and Bossier and its across the river city Shreveport have they share an all women's flat track roller derby team called the Twin City Knockers. Twin City <laughs> Knockers. Like boobs I want or like I think I need to have a t-shirt. With yeah, Twin they, City Knockers on it. They, they should open 30 Seconds to Mars shows, really, if he was proud of where he came from. Yes. If he was an <sighs> ally for women's sport, that's what he would do. That's right, Jared Leto. Why are Still you dragging your feet on the old roller derby? Yeah. So he went to art school like really cool people like me did. And really? Like, like fine art, like painting? Fine. Him or me? Either. Both. I 
did and I don't know I think he did although he really he he gravitated towards the film school kind of thing I can imagine him just like hanging out with his uni friends but like talking a lot about all the amazing projects he's going to work on but just getting stoned and like partying but not really yeah. doing much but people would be like he's amazing because he's attractive because he's yeah he's the hot guy at the party exactly. like sm- smoking diaries and talking talking about wow. moi yeah you can have another one of my rollies yeah of course you can have my last beer <laughs> <laughs> around you <laughs> And all his acting stuff. So he started in My So-Called Life, playing Claire Dane's love interest. Mm. He was Winona Ryden's boyfriend in Girl Interrupted, which I just, I think, I mean, the star of the star of that movie is really the chickens under the bed. So poor, poor Jared. He's always that. a supporting actor. I feel like, I just, I feel like Girl Interrupted is one of those movies, with the trope of the like crazy hot girl. And then she's like, oh, isn't there a scene where she like, cuts all her hair off one of those kind of is it Angelina I think she starts with it is she in I don't know Angelina Jolie is in that yeah she's so hot and like doing her whole like I'm a crazy hot girl and like oh I'm gonna cut I'm crazy I'm gonna cut all my hair off with like really blunt scissors but then looks really hot afterwards yeah, that, yeah, the accident. Oh my god, that was I was trying what? to I was trying to act out, and now I've got an adorable pixie cut. Whoops, whoopsie! I still look hot. Whoops. Amazing. He he kind of played a cult member in Fight Club. He was the bleach blonde dude called Angel Face, which I'm sure he loved. Um, he played a heroin addict in Requiem for a Dream with a really mucky arm, and he was an American Psycho. And he's got cornrows in Panic Room. I don't remember him from that at all. So I looked up, looked him up on the trailer and, oh, he's never looked whiter. God. And that's saying something. And girls still would have been like, oh, my God. That was, I mean, wasn't that like when you could get away with uh, cultural appropriation? I mean, you never. cancel him now for that. He won all sorts of awards for playing a trans woman in Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, yeah. And then he won all sorts of people calling him a dickhead in Suicide Squad when he played the Joker. Yeah. And he was, because he does this hardcore method acting where, mm-hmm. you know, he loses heaps of weight or he, um, I think to play a heroin addict, he gave up sex for two months and didn't eat. So, so that's like not giving up sex for a lot of people. They're like, that's, yeah. that's like a normal two months, you know. Yeah, but for, but for Jared. It's like, wow, I've gone full method, like two months without sex. Like most like normal people, like they maybe they can't get sex for that I long. I know, it's like, like me, me giving up Vegemite toast for one day. That's a terrible. That's a really good. <laughs> it's a really good analogy. Yeah. But even on the set of Suicide Squad, so he his idea of method acting was to everyone was supposed to call him Mr. J instead of Jared because of Joker. Mm. And he played hilarious pranks on people like uh, sending cast members dead pigs, anal beads, used condoms and live rats. This is why, like, and there was, isn't there a worse thing? The used condoms. Use condoms. Like what? That's not method acting. That's abuse. That's like 
uh, yeah, that's bullying and abuse. This is why actors get away with so much shit. People are like, they're just, oh, they're so eccentric. It's like, no, that's psycho and no one should have to put up with used condoms being sent to them. Oh, it's Yeah, disgusting. I'm just sending you some of my cheesed up jizz uh, because I'm just getting into character. He's oh, not, was, he's a dick. Yeah, he's a dick and I feel like that says a lot about his personality. Um, I, I just want to like, I mean, he's like he's hooked up with a lot of people, as I said, but um, I think like him and Lindsay Lohan were on and off for a while. They're in a movie together about the dude that killed John Lennon and she was the love interest. Oh, and he that... put on weight for that one. So, oh, so yes, totally I remember method. that. Yeah, he looked weird. Um, so maybe he wasn't having sex with Lindsay Lohan really. It was It was method. Oh, yeah, he was just pretending to. He was yeah. going back Rhythm and method acting. Yeah. So also, okay, so I don't know if you saw this, but um, Dylan Sprouse of the Sprouse twins that were like childhood teen stars that had like a Nickelodeon or Lindsay, Lindsay. Disney show. <laughs> um, so he tweeted um, in like May 2018, he was like, yo, Jared Leto, now that you've slid into the DMs of every female model age 18 to 25, what would you say your success oh. rate is? Ooh. And James Gunn, you know who he is? No, I don't. He was like the director of like Guardians of the Galaxy and like oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. And um, he got cancelled because of saying heaps of problematic shit on Twitter. Mm. Um, yeah, he responded with, he starts at 18 on the internet. So, yeah, and then in 2015, I think he went on this, um, he did, he said he took lots of Ambien or something and um, went on Periscope and um, he said, uh, Jared Leto. that's bad enough. Yeah, I know. That's like very old school. Um, He was like, oh, Jared Leto sleeps with underage girls and he deleted it uh, later. And then also a tweet from 2012 he said driving home from vegas trading stories about what a dick jared leto is so that's some stuff and if you look up online there is kind of a lot of stuff about how jared leto should have been me too a long time ago yeah it's one of those things that like nothing's properly come out but if you go deep into reddit and read people's comments and stuff there's a lot of stuff about him, like texting underage girls, hooking up with mm. underage girls. Um, so my instincts on him were right. But not that I'm saying, if any lawyers are listening, not that I'm saying that he did do that. I'm just re- repeating what other people have said. That's right. That's right. Although I will say, and I will stand by it in court, uh, Jared Leto is a dick. Yes, I will, I okay. will also say that. I will use the defence of... No. Opinion um, and truth. They have to prove that he's not a dick and they won't be able to do that. Bring out everything he's ever said and done and the jury will be like, we're so sorry. Yeah. Goodbye. Like, see you later. It will be reported in the newspaper's ad as Jared Leto's a dick gate. Exactly. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait for this. It's going to go off. <laughs> I just I just thought, what's a dick gate? And then I thought of a rodeo. You know how the gate just slams open and then the bull comes out? That, but with a dick. Oh, di- I was thinking of like a chastity belt, but like <gasps> with a dick. Oh, yeah. oh there's dick probably gate. some, that's probably like a kink thing. Yeah. I'll look yeah. it up later. Nice. 
So then he's also a singer-songwriter. Yeah, he's actually been doing that for ages. Like 30 Seconds to Mars started in 1998. So that's a long time. That's like over 20 years he's been in that band. But they did start to get really big. Um, They started to get really big in like 2005. Well, I started working in radio in 2006, so... Yeah, those had already been around for ages. Yeah, so their songs were like big at that time and they were like in the charts a lot in Australia. And I did I do remember that like when they started to get big. Oh, 30 Seconds to Mars, like don't go on about it's not Jared Leto's band 30 Seconds to Mars. It's 30 Seconds to Mars. He really wanted to separate himself from the band. And so I think did an all right job of it. Although it does, back to the Facebook people again, it's like, guys, uh, just before this interview starts, I just want to remind you that yeah. my incredibly successful acting career has got nothing to do with this band, okay? Please don't mention I'm my just, incredibly I'm successful really acting career. That's so many things, so it's crazy. Yeah, can we just focus on this one thing I'm good at and not my incredibly successful acting career? Thank you. I feel like when they came out, there were, it was kind of like when My Chemical Romance were like a really big thing and yeah. they were sort of emulating I think they have emulated similar tactics like they everything's very themed you know like and there's their fans, lots of eyeliner yes there's a lot of eyeliner there's a lot of outfits there's like oh it's like a military sort of vibe or like eyeliner and haircuts and their fans are called the echelon and like you know things mm. are named after and, and as we'll see as we go further into this they bring back a lot of the themes of what they call their albums and what the songs are called and all that sort of stuff. And researching this, I listened to and watched a lot of 30 Seconds to Mars music videos and I don't want to anymore. I don't want to do that again ever. That's no good. It was a bad time. There's a lot of gratuitous acting in the video clips. <laughs> gratuitous, flagrantly gratuitous acting. Disgusting. Well, like it'll open, like the whole clip will go for 10 minutes and there'll be like an opening scene that goes for three minutes and then there'll be music and then the music will stop and it'll be like, what's behind the door? Oh, no, or whatever, you know, spooky yeah, stuff. Yeah, but you're not Michael Jackson and he, he directs so many of their music videos and yes. he calls them short films. And he oh. goes under a pseudonym. Yes, which is pseudonym? so – it's Bartholomew Cubbins because there's a Dr. Su- – his favourite Dr. Seuss book. Oh, my God, he's so whimsical and hot, mm. uh, is The 500 Hats of Bartholomew Cubbins. And people know that it's him. Yeah. But it's just – look, can you guys not focus on the fact that I keep yes. using my whim- whimsical pseudonym, please? I'm a director as well. Yes, I'm very good at it, but stop going on about it. Yes, Bartholomew yeah. Cubbins is the fake name of the director. That just happens to be me, et cetera, et and cetera. He, in an interview he said, like the, for their video for The Kill, he said it was directed by an insanely obnoxious Danish yeah. albino named Bartholomew Cubbins. <laughs> it's so whimsical and funny. Also, I looked it up and it takes a lot longer than 30 seconds to get to Mars, just saying. He is also obsessed with, like, space. So obviously 30 seconds to Mars, this, like, concept keeps coming up. Um, he To promote, like, one of their um, singles called Up in the Air, he sent it to space in a SpaceX Dragon capsule. It's part of a cargo mission 
Um, but like, I mean, they didn't play <laughs> the song up there. There wasn't like a listening party. There wasn't even anybody on the rocket. Like, God, there wasn't even anyone on the rocket. And they, like, went to the Kennedy Space Center, like, to, for the launch and did, like, a Q&A and stuff. Like, I feel mm. like whoever was doing their publicity was doing a really good job. They have, whoever is doing their publicity is doing an incredible job. He's got a lot of businesses as well. And so that's yes. the us talking about him being rich. It's kind of, they had a fight with EMI because I think they broke their contract and they were trying to get out of their contract. Yeah, it was a very basic, like, you're supposed to do five albums for all this money and then they did three and were like, fuck you, EMI. Like, I don't, I'm not an expert lawyer, but that seems fairly cut and dry. Yeah, and, you know, record companies, there's some ethical behaviour and some sort of we own new behaviour, but at the same time, if you break your contract, then you're going to get you're going to get done. done. Unless you also and have really expensive lawyers because you're a famous actor and millionaire just from that and then I guess you can fight it. Yeah, and he, he directed a documentary called Artifact about the fact he about the whole legal the battle. He directed oh, directed I'm it. I'm so sorry. The whimsical and hilarious Bartholomew did. But he's got, okay, he's got three businesses that I'm aware of, one which is called The Hive and it's like digital marketing and social media and they do all of 30 Seconds to Mars, digital marketing and social media. There is his uh, event concert and event management company which they, is called Adventures wait, in Wonderland. Who do, they, who do they do events and stuff for? Let me guess. 30 is Seconds to Mars, Rose, thank you for asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a streaming service that mostly streams <laughs> concerts and things called VYRT. Ask again, ask again. Um, who do they stream? 30 Joe. Seconds to Mars. What? Man, yeah. Jared Leto has a good accountant. That's it's what I creepy. am thinking. You can watch us exclusively on this streaming service we owned, advertised by this marketing company we own. And it's a concert promoted by this concert company we own. He also like invests in a lot of – he's like a tech investor. Like Ashton Kutcher is also into that stuff now. Um, he invested in like this company that people from SpaceX started um, to print 3D rockets. Like wow. he was one of people that – like I think there was only a few people and they invested like $140 million. He's backed more than 70 companies in the early stages like Slack, Spotify, Uber, and Snapchat. Um, And he's friends with Elon Musk, which is not surprising but still weird. If you Google it, there's like a lot of pictures of them hanging out at parties and like Elon gives him good advice. Like he was like, oh, I've gotten really good at saying no. Like I I witnessed it with Elon you know, and I realized how important that was. Like we can do so many things. Like I'm not special, okay, um, but, you know, you could do so many things, but, you know, it's important to say no and to know when to stop so that you can like focus on the right things. Like my incredibly successful acting career. Like my cult that I'm mm. making. He, he also said that um, having a band is like a startup, which is really wanky. <laughs> and like – like the record companies are venture capitalists. I'm like, no, it's just like a business. Like, yeah. Starting a band is like starting a band. Yeah. 
And also when you do have already have a career and quite a lot of money, it's not at all like a startup. It's not like a risk either. No. You'll be fine. All right. Why do people think he started a cult? Um, Because he keeps saying that he started a cult. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks. That's all we have time for. One of see later. Um, Like so that it's like they've been dropping clues for ages. Um, In their music video, they uh, for closer to the edge. um, If you watch it on like on screen, three minutes fourteen says yes, this is a cult in really big letters so they uh, who directed that video i'm gonna say probably bartholomew cubbins it was oh my god oh also when you watch the music video for closer to the edge or at the start there's all these fans saying stuff like i wish everyone could just not fight and like don't regret anything you do and then like people love 30 seconds to mars for some reason this lady they love this it's such an intense love their fandom is like crazy yeah. Um, so there's a comment by this lady saying that she's playing the song to her husband who is in a coma, right? This is in like 2010 <laughs> and people were like, what the fuck? Like what happened? And I'm like, that's really hectic. And then she did some updates and then she was like, he's awake. And then the newest update, which was in January this year, said <laughs> they're no longer together, <laughs> but he can walk. So <laughs> so we walked out. That is a roller coaster. She, he was like. You just fucking played 30 seconds to Mars for me to two years while I was in a coma. And, and the only like, way I would listen to it is unconscious. Devastating. So oh, that's broke up that marriage. Who knows? <laughs> Countless of coma people have probably had that done to them. So Thanks for the divorce, Jared Leto. Yeah. So, okay, so there's this event now called Mars Island and they're promoting it and the, all the pictures are like – like caftans, white caftans, everyone's wearing white and it's not the first time they've done it. Uh, it's um, it's on the Croatian island of Abonjan. Take me to your compound. But they've Ooh. done these events before, haven't they? They did the yeah, camp. Yeah, they started as, as Camp Mars in Malibu and I think they still run that. So and started in 2015. But I mean the Mars Island is the one that had the recent flurry of articles saying uh, we think Jared Leto started a cult. But, yeah, so He's been low-key doing this cult shit for ages and nobody noticed it. So they're three-day, inverted commas, music festivals. The only band playing is 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah. And activities and water sports and come and carve a rock and meditate and do yoga. earthy and we need to also mention and cheap oh yeah it's only two thousand us dollars well that oh, was well the, yeah cheap to run that was ca- camp mars sorry that was like two grand or something and this has like we should mention as well that recently um jared leto tweeted um that he was in a silent meditation for 12 days and he like had just come out of it and he didn't know about coronavirus if you're mates with Elon Musk, you hear stuff. Exactly. <sighs> you should have your ear to the ground or like he probably should have sent you like smoke signals or something, even if you don't have <laughs> your phone on you. 
like I don't know how long he can be silent for as well. I don't think so. Like someone died in America from coronavirus on the 29th of February. This was all while he was not at the silent retreat meditation place. So I feel like he is just not paying much attention generally. Or he wanted to go viral. He wanted he wanted to let people know that he'd been in a silent meditation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, sorry. Um, he, he wasn't just like, oh, I was busy. It's like, sorry, I don't know if you know, but, like, I'm very spiritual. Um, very, I'm very, very spiritual. Jared probably got the idea for the silent meditation from just from watching Fleabag anyway. Definitely. Um, I don't think he comes up with anything himself. It's so the borrowed. Next, it's all borrowed. And he doesn't really back it up. So he, anyway, we'll get into I am surprised um, with coronavirus that he didn't come out and start saying that it was because of the 5G signals. He seems give it like time. He'll get one there. of those people. I'm not sure if you've come across them online. It's like the anti-vaxxers. They're like, no, nah, it's not yeah. that. It's the 5G signals. He'll come out with that soon, I reckon. Oh, I can only hope because I am going to keep an eye on him from now on, I think. Oh, yeah. But so there's the next Mars Island in Croatia is I think planned for August this year. Uh, well, let's see if he has to postpone it. But I'll read you the guff from the website. Yes, it says, please. Mars Island is a three-night all-inclusive festival experience on a private island in Croatia. Relax and restore with yoga amongst the trees. Take a dip in the Adriatic Sea. Watch a midnight screening or go gaze at the stars and catch two intimate performances by 30 Seconds to Mars. Mars Island is an experience like no other. Tickets are between $1,700 and $7,000. It says it's all-inclusive, but it keeps saying all the extra shit you can pay for, which is like their definition of not all-inclusive. And one of the, yeah, one of the add-ons is tattoos, but there's yeah. four options for tattoos. It has to be one of the tattoos that they say, which that's that's leaning towards yeah, like what the is yes one of them like the cult? One of them's like property of Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> Owned by Jared Leto. Only ninety nine dollars. Yeah, Only ninety nine dollars for a triangle with a line through it, which is their symbol. <sighs> oh yeah, um, so there's all this like sim symbol shit as well. But it's all it's all such empty symbolism as well, because I think he likes the shock value and controversy yeah. of appearing mystical and culty without actually having any background to it. You can do, because he started uh, 30 Seconds to Mars with his brother Shannon, who is the drummer. Um, one of the activities is a drum circle with Shannon Leto, asterisk band activities sub- subject to change. There's a lot, There's of, a c- a lot of drum ev- circles. There's I, I downloaded the schedule for oh, nice. um Mars Island and I've got to say because you go like oh this sounds a bit fire festally but it's actually like super well organized and I do respect them for that like I mean it's in August like they've already nutted out like a lot of the details so it's there's a lot of activities it's like kayaking paddle boarding snorkeling face painting stone stone carving tie-dye blah 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 there's 28 opportunities across the weekend, 28 opportunities <laughs> to do kayaking, 28 opportunities to do paddle boarding, paddle boarding, paddle all of the, like, and then there's a, there's um Mars trivia is one of the events and it's not about Mars, the planet, the um, planet, 30 seconds to Mars knowledge in the Mars no trivia. Way. 
yeah, at the pavilion. I'm still not seeing $7,000 worth. No, not at all. But then there's like oh, the $4,000 package in terms of accommodation. Like every step up. They tell you things that are featured in it that make you go, hang on, what? That wasn't included in the last yeah. package. Like this doesn't <laughs> – this sounds worse the more that you – so it's like 4K gets you a shared ensuite and aircon, And then the 7K package um, says that the accommodation is completely waterproof and lockable. <laughs> You're like, wait, <laughs> what do you mean? Are the other ones not Lockable, and it also mentions that some of them are inland, away from the coastal flooding. And it's like, sorry, <laughs> sorry, can we just go back to that coastal flooding for a second? Um, what's so, that for an extra five hundred dollars, we can almost guarantee you won't get foot rot. Yeah, you won't You're- float away into the ocean and drown if you pay <laughs> more money. Um, and the Phoenix package doesn't have a price so some of the vip add-on activities or i think it's included in the vip price is a bartholomew cubbins limited edition print never seen before signed and numbered you get to go to their sound check which amazing you know you get to go to a shitty version of the show that yeah that's what the show is later but with less people there's um, a private boat dinner followed by a private opening ceremony with the band and an exclusive limited edition gift from Jared and Shannon. I don't think it's, it's a used, ex, but the used condom. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a recycled. Like the it's, the, it's an old yeah. one. I've been saving it for you. So it's it's double used. These fans um, would actually be like, "Oh my god, I would pay eight thousand dollars for that used condom." Thank you. Thank you, Jared. Oh, they would. They would. There's private family style dining. And then they list the meals. It's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> After show, Ooh. late night food. And there's and they name all the areas like Walk on Water Harbour and Oblivion Pavilion. Kings and Queens Kitchen. And Kings and Queens is one of the albums or songs. Mm. Oh, Zen and Den got- Spa. Forest Yoga Platform. On oh, their I mean, sunrise got- yoga at 6 a.m. God. This is after 1 a.m. karaoke and 1.30 a.m. stargazing. So that's half an hour. That's intensive It's very organised. Yeah. It's like being organised by your, like, nerdy, annoying friend. Okay, so we're going to do um, karaoke for 25 minutes. Um, yes, I've picked all the songs. They're all 30 Seconds to Mars songs. Then we're doing stargazing and then we're going to bed and we're getting up for yoga at 6 a.m. Actually... <laughs> It actually does sound torturous, like a cult would be. You know, like you have to put yourself through all these difficult things like watching a 30 Seconds to Mars concert, watching another 30 Seconds to Mars concert. It's like, oh, this pain. I'm going to be like such a fulfilled person at the end of this. And that's – and also now in the the days of of self-isolation, people – groups of people being outside, it also sounds illegal. And yeah. so I'll post the pictures from the last Mars Island on the Zealot Facebook page because that's where you just go, Ooh, okay, this isn't just an island music festival. This is everyone wearing the same colour and following yeah. Jared Leto dressed as Jesus around. And he... I he's really leaning in. 
He's not trying to dispel the cult rumors at all. He's trying he's, to generate them. And I don't, like I don't know if of- calling yourself a cult makes you a cult. He's got his hair out and he's wearing the white long dress caftan thing. He's got his like arms up like he thinks he's Jesus or like mm. I don't know. It's like a Jonestown thing or something and all these people wearing white and they're just like, oh, my God, Jared. There's lots of like looking up to the sun and praising the sun and the sky. And there's like it's 300 terrible. chicks and one guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like yeah. a lot of women. And I think a lot of them are younger, so good for yeah. him. Mm. All right, let's go through the the yes pile for in the with, okay. in the question: Is it a cult? The yes pile. He looks like a cult leader. I mean, but he also looks a bit like Courtney Cox with a beard. So, mm, strong take. Interesting. I'll have to so, mull on that one for a while. <laughs> she dressed up as him for like. I think the Halloween it was amazing. He talks a lot of shit like a, like cult leaders do. Yeah. There was one, one of my favourites and this goes into, we'll talk about the echelon in a sec as well, but okay. when he was asked where the band got their name, he said it's a loose translation from a rare manuscript called Argus Apocryphex written by an old Harvard professor and Harvard Library gets inquiries about this and they're sick of it. Like they've all the done time. A, they've done an, yeah, they've done an online post saying, okay, this manuscript does not exist. This guy does not exist. It's oh, really? just not. Like he just yeah. made it up. Yeah. He would get away with it because it's like, oh, it's all part of the mythology. Like he might have just been lying and got caught out, but it's like, oh, is it uh, is it all part of the game? Shannon Leto even put, well, you know, we like we like inventing these mythologies, but when you look at it, you know, it's got a whole lot of young people emailing libraries and that's a good thing. Oh, my God. I'm just sorry. I quickly Googled it. I quickly Googled it. There's like an FAQ section on the Harvard Library website. Like they've had to write this in yeah. as an FAQ. Like I just looked this up and it's like, have you ever heard about <laughs> – I can just imagine the person typing it. Have you ever heard about a thesis titled anything along the lines of Argus Apocryphex? <laughs> and they're like, we have received several inquiries about both Argus and the L490 wing. We assume these are references to the band 30 Seconds to Mars. And the explanations band members have offered for the origin of their name, which suggests it's based on an inverted commas thesis or inverted commas <laughs> manuscript written by a former Harvard professor. Then the rest of it is just them going, it's not. That's funny. They we have also searched our book and manuscript catalogs. They've they're like, we have gone to great lengths and it does not exist anyway. It's so funny that yeah, that's like stop a- emailing us. I'll link to that on the on the Facey page. But it's so funny that Harvard just got so sick of 30 Seconds to Mars fans asking about it that they just went, look, we'll put it in our in our FAQ. I have a hotline with just like a recorded message again. No. (laughs) And in their video for one of their songs, Hurricane, there's a a quick flash subliminal message that says, find the Argus Apocryphex. So they, they made it up and it's in like the booklets of a couple of their CDs. So they've just made up this thing but haven't 
done any, it's meaningless. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. So they do take money and exploit people like a cult. Yeah. That's that you are not getting your money's worth at Mars no. Island. No. And also they, there's no alcohol or drugs allowed there. Like it's a dry oh, island. Not God. only is there no alcohol on the island, but you are not allowed to take alcohol there. That's like I don't know, maybe you only listen to 30 seconds to Mars without being off your tits. Awful. Maybe yes. that's proof that it's not a cult that specific bit of evidence because most cults don't they like to get you all high and drunk so they can you know influence you some do but others uh are completely dry but also they just they get people really exhausted um which you would be if you're Mm. up till 1 30 stargazing and then up for yoga at 6 a.m that makes sense because that's only like four hours sleep okay right Okay, that's and another another thing on the yes pile. I feel like I'm going to be saying this to a therapist at some point, but I trawled through a whole lot of song lyrics. Mm-hmm. And one of the most telling is in it's the, a song called End of the Beginning and the lyrics go, it's the end here today, but I will build a new beginning, take some time, find a place, and I will start my own religion. Yeah, that's that's a big yeah, that's that's could not be more like, I mean, also accompanied with the yes, this is a cult um, <laughs> yeah. phrase that is like used on lots of like in their music videos and like on T-shirts and stuff. Oh, there's also like they have specific merch for my Mars Island. It's like what happens on Mars Island stays on Mars Island. Mm, Jesus, yeah. literally. They're never going to um, come back. Has anybody been known to come back from Mars Island? That's what I yes. want to know. Is it <laughs> so far like the TV show Lost or something? Which I can't remember what happened in that show, but it was spooky. <laughs> That's what I remember. Yeah, I'm basically a TV you need, expert. You need to review shows. But yeah. speaking of their merch, they do have. They also sell. Yes, this is a cult T-shirt. Yeah. But I think my favorite bit of merch of theirs is a shirt, and it's got this sort of cartoony picture, this illustration of Jared with a hood, like a Jesus cloak thing on, and tears coming out of his eyes, mm. and four letters on it, which is WWJD. What would Jared do? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yucky. I don't like it. Also, oh, more further proof, he has long hair and a beard. That's, so. in, that's it. That's the clincher. Their fans, oh. okay, so they're called the Echelon Army. Yes. And I found some evidence. squillions of them. Oh, there's what so evidence? many. Well, he grew up in Louisiana, Wyoming, Colorado, and Virginia. Um and so, like, he, he lived near, like, Air Force places. Um, right. bo- at, you know, you were born in Bossier City, and then, which is home to the Barksdale Air Force Base. And then Wyoming has some other Air Force Base. And then Colorado, like, has 
Colorado Springs, oh yeah, Cheyenne Mount, and three other U.S. um, Air Force bases, one of which hosts an NSA echelon outpost. So Mm. that was where he grew up. and Again, just borrowing stuff. Not really proof, but just something I found that was interesting. And he's makes so you think. super original. And he said it does. This whole thing makes me think that uh, Jared is a dick. And they've got this video saying what is the echelon and it just looks like a Scientology recruiting video because it's about it being a family and it's a bunch of believers. And But he said in one interview that he hates the word fan because it just seems so dismissive. And he says, because we have this cult, this family, these believers who understand. I have it seems servants, fitting that there was fans. a name to reference them. I think call it, if you think the word fan is dismissive, then I don't think you should refer to people as cult members instead. No. I think that's it's less dismissive than uh, exploitative. I think so. Mm. It's like I own these people. Have you ever gotten stuck into a, like a Twitter thing with crazy fans of anyone before? No, but this might be the first time. You know, because there's like believers, like they're crazy, like Taylor Swift fans are fucking mental. Yeah. Like a few couple of years ago I tweeted something about Azealia Banks and my fucking mentions were like fucking crazy for two weeks after that. And it it, like, you know, when you're like, ha-ha, but then I was like getting so – I was getting really mad about it. People, oh, it's just they're yeah. insane. And like I did the One on Direction fans, like the Echelon, seems pretty pretty up there. Although, yeah, and I did go on Facebook to see if there was an official Facebook Echelon page. Yeah, and it was hard to tell because there are global. There's tens and tens of global chapters of the Echelon. There's like a Swedish one and a Russian one. There's it's that made me go, oh, I'm uncomfortable. There's this chick that, so, okay, I, I searched like Jared Letter's name and whatever uh, and like 30 Seconds to Mars on Twitter and then I saw, I found this tweet and this person said, finding out Bolivian coup operator and propagandist Janice Daza, whose great-grandfather also came to power in a coup, by the way, is part of Jared Leto's cult who has ties with Epstein's currently missing in action right-hand woman, Ghislaine Maxwell. I'm oh. like, whoa. So then I, like, looked up this person's um, Twitter account. That has, like, a blue tick as well, this Bolivian chick. And mm. all of her mentions are just, like, Jared Leto, like, oh, my God, Jared Leto. She's just, like, obsessed with Jared Leto, photos with Jared Leto. So I couldn't find any e- – any evidence of Ghislaine Maxwell or any of the other stuff, but, um, you know, I don't know what that means, but it was interesting. I think that puts it on the yes pile. Like conspiracy theory stuff. I think that starts to put it in the cult pile as well. Yeah. Okay. On the no, well, have you got, have you got anything else on the yes pile? Uh, just like, you know, all wearing white, the caftans, um, mm. you know, the, Bartholomew Cubbins thing, that seems like culty. Um, the fact that he likes to wear rainbow tie-dyed onesies and go climbing in Joshua Tree. No, that was I mean, that's something a dick would do. But so, yeah, the event potato potato. You know, like if you're gonna compare it to Fire Festival, 
like also, you know, organized by a music person, very disorganized. This event is very well organized. It's well organized. Too organized. You know what I mean? And it's, like, I think it's super lucrative. That's the thing. I reckon he's just, it's like he's rimming a cult. He's like, he's yeah. not, he hasn't inserted anything, but he's just, he's right near the opening and so it wouldn't close. take much. Yeah. It wouldn't take much for him to just flip the switch. I guess it's like so, if you're making people do things against their will, is that what which makes- Which Jared could. Like Jared, if he told the echelon to put a musk stick through their septum. Yeah. They, they absolutely would. would. I'm yeah. sure I could think of a better example, but I was in a pinch. So on the no pile of is it a cult, I think I've only got three things one is that there's no real deterrent to leaving yeah you could just you know stop buying albums and that would be a considerable relief I no think. but like what about getting off the island you have to get on a freaking boat to get there you can't just leave the island that's the whole point of islands that's, that's like true. their main feature is they're hard to get off of actually i don't yeah. know how far is the island from the mainland i think about 30 seconds so he's in the Mars Island. Yeah. <laughs> on a How disappointing that you get on the ferry. Yeah. Jet boat, one of the great all-inclusive things. Just kidding. You have to pay extra for the high-speed jet boat. The other one takes four hours. Yeah, it's four hours to Mars Island. The second thing on the no pile is that there doesn't seem to be an actual belief system except just mm. love yeah. the band and believe everything that Jared says. And the yep. third thing is that I think Jared Leto is just a dick. That's mm. conclusive evidence, very conclusive evidence. Yeah, thank you. I, I worked on it. have like I think my one main bit of evidence that it isn't a cult is just like I mean a lot of bands just ream their fans for as much money as they can. You know what I mean? Like this this seems like a heightened uh, extreme version of the meet and greet access pass that you get like when a pop star does a tour. You know how they will sell those things now? It's like you can't just rock up the weight behind the gig and get an autograph. It's like, oh, you pay for the like. and, And they actually always call it something fucking stupid as well the Justin Timberlake tour in the mid 2000s, like the justified all access pass or whatever, <laughs> you know, like Britney's circus, like you're part of the, I don't know, fucking whatever. Like, and then it costs like $1,500, but you yeah, get access, all access to the Brit pit. To the, yeah. The Brit pit you get in the <laughs> yeah. Brit pit and you get your own like cocktail and then you get like meet and greet before the show and you get to like get one photo and one autograph. It's just like and it's nine hundred dollars. It's like that basically, but it's even more expensive. Oh, I will add one more thing on the pile as well, because that just made me think that. I mean, cults generally operate in secret, and there's no way that Jared Leto would. He's, he's not capable of doing anything in private. He is a narcissist, and he needs that attention. But public we're broad saying, attention. But we're like, oh, it's kind of a joke. It's like hiding in plain sight. 
You know what True. I mean? It's like, no, we're not really a cult. Yeah, it's made totally it seem jokey enough that it's like, oh, it's not a cult. But that's exactly yeah. what he would want you to think because it's so obnoxious. So I'm still not sure. I thought I would be sure. I would thought it would be no, but I just think he's he's a cult in waiting. He just loves the controversy of I people even discussing it. Random, random, random facts. I'm talking random facts. I'm talking random facts about cults and that. Cults and that. That is the most perfect thing I've ever heard. I like to look up Reddit for things, and I think that this Reddit thread sums this up a lot. Like, do we have answers? I don't know. But the um, Reddit post said, people who have been to Jared Leto's Mars Island, what was it like? And there's one comment, and Red Denno just said, shit. So (laughs) there you go. And it was 80% upvoted. I mean, there's other celebrities I would like. I'll just quickly, some people that I would rather have a cult, mm. Britney Spears, Chrissy yes. Teigen and John Legend, I would sign the shit up to their cult in a second. Definitely. Rihanna, Beyonce, Lindsay Lohan, I would be, oh, I mean, she had that like Greek um, beach club, which is, I don't know, is that like a cult? Kendall Jenner sure. or Kylie, whichever one, the lip kit, that's basically a cult, isn't it? Okay, okay, I think we, the, the whole Kardashian empire is pretty That's much halfway there. Mm. My only random fact is that Jared reckons that a fan sent him a severed ear and he posted a picture of it on Instagram with um, the caption, are you listening? And he reckons he poked, he punched a hole in it and turned it into a necklace. But when he posted the picture, a lot of people were responding with oh that looks very very much like this really really popular brand of stage prop ear you can get oh really so there's a really good chance he just made up a story that a fan had cut their ear off and sent it to him oh my god that's like really lame it's so lame it's so lame it's so lame he's guilty and he probably he went to art school so he was like that that van gogh he knew what he was doing. He was he, yeah, he learned did some great there. PR. Mm. Yeah, I'm tired of looking at him and listening to him. I hate Jared Leto. Like I hated him before. Um, he ruined my career and I've learned all this more <laughs> stuff about him and I still hate him. There's not one good thing I learned about him. No. And I rolled my I sprained my eye muscles rolling them. Yeah. So I think the only thing left to say is I do not like him in a house. I do not like him with a mouse. I do not like him, Sam, I am. I do not like this boring man. Join a cult. It's not. Don't join a cult. It's not a good idea. Don't join Jared Leto's cult. He, like, he's an idiot and he does, like, cleanses and stuff and silent meditation. It's not good. It's not healthy. Just, you know, be yourself and you know just meditate but like not in the way that he does but just practice your own self-care but not just not because Jared Leto told you to comprehensive Mm -hmm. thank you very very much you're welcome you've been listening to Zealot produced by me Joe Thornley with no help from Bartholomew Cubbins 
My co-host for this episode was Rose Callahan, recording remotely from 30 seconds away. Further reading and obscure manuscripts we just made up can be found on the Zealot Facebook page. And music is by the Everglades, the John Legend of short cult-themed jingles. Dovigenia, cult.